Twain has a bit of a birthday today as we come to episode three, season two of Letter Kenny coming at ya now. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode three. You made it. You're here. We got fires going on near the Getty today. I hope everybody is staying safe. Um, gosh, it's crazy. These wildfires, they're just not stopping. I just saw there was an earthquake in the Philippines. I hope that doesn't butterfly effect. I, I hope everybody's okay over there. A lot of stuff going on. A bit more crazy than uh, with our folks up here in Letterkenny, but don't worry. We still got a bit of craziness coming your way. So in the beginning here, it's uh, it's a very uh, Field of Dreams opening. We got um, Daryl, Dan, Wayne. They're all uh, playing catch. I feel like I, I miss playing catch. I used to play catch with my dad all the time. I love playing catch. Play catch like after dinner or no, like before dinner, especially like when the light was still up. I'm going to play catch with my kids, man. I just decided I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So they're playing catch, and they're discussing the ways to eat fries. Now, of course, if you're a Canadian, the only way to eat fries is with uh, that uh, malt vinegar. Now, i got to be honest. I know a lot of Brits do this, and at first I thought it was kind of disgusting with the malt vinegar. Didn't get it. I grew up with ketchup. And uh, not just like, not regular, not like Hunt's ketchup, okay? I'm talking Heinz. Heinz 57 ketchup. By the way, do you know what 57 stands for in Heinz? 57 varieties of pickles. That's what they originally started with before they went to uh, ketchup. And, of course, the heiress would go on to uh, marry John Kerry. Uh, he didn't become president. But anyway, um, talking about fries, I still think the only way to eat fries is with ketchup. But I, I will say I, I do like the malt vinegar here that they got going on. Uh, Wayne said one time tater tots came out of his ears. I believe that. Um, then Dan decides to be open and honest again. Ah, Dan. Dan for the win here. Says he let a girl play with his uh, his butts holes once, prompting uh, Daryl to drop the ball as it's uh, given to him. And then Dan just keeps going about fingers up his butt holes, his butts holes, and what happened uh, henceforth. Do you guys remember uh, the movie Pleasantville with Tobey Maguire and Reese Witherspoon? Do you remember when the late and wonderful Paul Walker is on the basketball team when it's all black and white, and he's describing to the team uh, what sex is like because he got pinned, literally, by uh, Reese Witherspoon. And in the next shot, all the guys go to shoot a ball, and all the balls miss because now they're thinking about sex. Well, now it's kind of like that, but they're thinking about uh, fingers going up Dan's buttholes, and they can't play catch for shit. So it's pretty funny. Um, Dan says it feels great, natural. He says milking the prostate is uh, wonderful. That's a little road trip reference for some of you uh, early 2000 babies. Um, Wayne next up gets his birthday pancakes from Katie. She says don't fuck with tradition. Hey, Katie, we believe it. Um, They talk about uh, Jive and Pete's nuts. Uh, They were discussed uh, a little bit, uh, which nut he had. Uh, Wayne's getting set up for a date, of course, with Goldilocks and the three dates. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Goldilocks and the three dates. I could have done that back in the day when I was, like, on eight different freaking dating apps. I should have just done three, but it's okay. I'm in love. I'm good. I'm good. Goldilocks and three dates. Uh, Wayne can't take any of this shit. He walks out as she tries to explain it. Um, Stuart, meanwhile, uh, with our little B story here, is playing the silent treatment with Katie. Only problem is uh, it's not working. 
So Stuart keeps walking around going, uh, is Katie? No, I'm not talking to her. And then everyone's like, uh, yeah, I guess so. And he goes, oh, well, hopefully she'll talk to me soon. Stuart, you're too emotional. You remind me of me. Uh, and I can tell you, if you're engaged in a battle of wits with a woman who does not need to talk to you on a regular basis, you, my friend, are fucked because your emotional bank is going to be completely overdrawn at the end of the day. Uh, let's see. Date number one is going to be at the gastro pub. Uh, Glenn, of course, is there working, uh, sees Wayne, adds a bunch of conversation, unprompted, of course. Uh, this woman speaks in the third person, which I would find a little annoying. She says that Wayne's funny, he's comical, he can do this. Uh, Wayne says he's cautious about feminism. Oh, careful, Wayne. It's the uh, it's it's a new era now. You should be hopeful about feminism. Um the first date is really into Wayne's feelings. Uh, finally, Wayne cancels the date and tells Goldie that uh, it's just this this one is too hard, right? Which means the next one's going to be too soft. Well done. If someone said mediocre, you're wrong. Um, Stuart gets up. Oh, Devin and Rollin asks about Katie. Uh, the silent treatment is working. Um, date number two is at uh, Super Scoops ice cream. I gotta tell you, I love ice cream. I love ice cream and peanut butter. I literally will go home as a fat kid treat. I will microwave peanut butter and put it on top of ice cream. One of my favorite things. You don't even know. I'm a peanut butter whore. Um, this next date, uh, she's quite beautiful, quite wonderful. Uh, Lisa, she's an overly sensitive preschool principal. Oh, that's going to work with Wayne. Who set that up? Wayne uh, asks about smacking kids, you know, laying a good one into them so they don't do anything. I could understand a little corporal punishment, but uh, she doesn't get it. Um, definitely pissed her off. Good luck, Wayne. Uh, plus, she's a principal, too. You probably could have done some fantasy thing, something, you know, come to the principal's office after 3 p.m. You know what I mean? The doors close. Anyway. You get it. Uh, Lisa does the emergency call now, and she's the one who leaves. So Wayne gets a taste of his own medicine. Too soft. Uh, Katie plays it cool uh, with Stuart. Stuart asked her, did you know that I was giving you the silent treatment? She said, yeah. I didn't really give a shit. Like, you know, we were, uh, she tells him, you were the rebound. She's like, if you're really mad about somebody, mad with someone, come out, say you're mad, talk about it, get over it. Don't do this traumatic, I'm not going to talk to them. I'm going to let them feel bad. Really? At the end of the day, the only person's energy you're wasting is yourself. I guarantee you the other person's not thinking about you nearly as much time as you're giving to them. Uh, she tells him that it's a rebound. It's over. Nobody has time for the silent treatment anymore, even in Letter Kenny. Great quote, Katie. Uh, Stuart gets nailed with a baseball. Every time the guys with the one ball, they just throw it, hit him in the back. I think it's hysterical. Date number three, Angie. Uh, Glenn shows up. I forgot to say, too, Glenn also works at Super Scoops. Glenn works everywhere. Because I, I just have to. I just have to make the bills. Because I, I have multiple jobs. Now, Wayne shows up here again, too. This is at the Star Tavern. And he goes, no, no, I don't work here. I just love this guy's fries. Um, I really want to play that character, Glenn. That's one of my favorite characters ever. So, Wayne uh, hooks up. Nothing wrong with a little... Uh, um, he has a hookup, I think that right, uh, that night. Um, as they say, nothing wrong with building a little uh, blanket monster, if you catch my drift. Uh, the gang weighs in on what's uh, said during real sex versus uh, porno sex, right? Very different sex. Porno sex, real sex, very different. So uh, they're saying that with uh, <laughs> porno sex, Wayne says women say, yes, 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 yes. And then um, Katie says the guys just go, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. 
I really hope that my parents don't watch this one. I just want to throw that out there. Um, everyone joins in for a magical sexual explosion of, oh, fuck, oh, yes, 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 yes. Just a whole uh, symphony of uh, orgasmic noises. Absolutely wonderful. Um, Jonesy and Riley in the end, they're in the Jeep. Uh, they said that they're never going to wheel their bags in. They're watching everybody go in for the hockey game. Stuart comes back to join the Clockwork Orange group. Fantastic. They're going to do an EpiPen standoff. He throws his away. Um, they have a, a beautifully exquisite dance-off, though. And Stuart and Devin just go at it. And Stuart, once again, reigns supreme as Lord of the Idiots. Right up there with Costanza. Uh, Rawl joins in, and Stuart wins. Uh, gets the hat put back on him and that ladies and gentlemen is going to bring us to the end of episode three i'm adam carr good night our founder kevin undergaro and me maria menounos would like to thank you for tuning in to after buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup buzz you later <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.